Arizona Sports is proud to present the Uprising Podcast. Uprising Podcast. Hello, and welcome into yet another off-season edition of the Uprising Podcast. I am your host, Jake Anderson. Today, my guest is none other than Phoenix Rising's most recent signing and re-signee, Joey Cleastree. Now, you may have noticed I have not named Joey Cleastree's position yet, and that is because he can honestly do it all. Um, Cleastree in 2019 was mostly deployed as a winger. Sometimes we would see him in the center of midfield. But then in 2020, we saw Rick Schantz use him more as a fullback with the occasional appearance up front as a winger. So 2021 is definitely going to be an interesting dynamic to see if he's used as a winger, midfielder, as a fullback, or maybe kind of just a, a jack-of-all-trades, so to speak. So without further ado, let me bring on what I'm calling Phoenix Rising's wingback, Joey Calistri. Joey, thank you for uh, joining me on short notice here, and uh, welcome back to Phoenix. How are you doing, man? It's good to see you. Uh, where are you coming from? I know you're on a on different time zone. Oh, yeah. I'm in Chicago, man. Oh, of course. Where else would you be, huh? Yeah, beautiful day. 85 degrees and sunny. Is it really? No. Oh, I was going to say. The hell? Divide that, because it's divided by like seven and then, yeah. It's actually, no, I mean, it's first. Arizona, but it's pretty cold for Arizona today. It was like yeah. in the 30s this morning. But yeah, I mean, just kind of uh, take me through kind of, uh, you know, coming back to the team. Were there any other teams involved? Yeah, no, I mean, like I, I've, you know, told Rick and Bobby, this is, you know, I love being here. I love the fans. I love the culture we've created and I, and I want to be a part of that. So I'm glad we could, you know, work some out and, and make it happen because, you know, I, I, it's, it's awesome being here. You know, we have, we have a great setup, great fan base. Um, and you know, I, I don't want to leave without winning the championship. So I think we, uh, we got some business to take care of this year. So um, in writing my article that they re-signed you, I found a, you know, a, a difficulty giving you a position and, and not because you can't play, it's just because you can play so many. Um, can you kind of take me through 2019 being pretty much a winger and a little bit of a center midfielder and then now 2020 you were you know, predominantly a fullback, but we did see you uh, play up top a little bit too. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, since, uh, since my first professional contract with Chicago, I think uh, – that preseason, I went from being a striker in college to playing it starting like three or four games in preseason at right back. So that was just, you know, a new experience for me. And then from there, I, you know, I've played all over the field, whether it's in Chicago, uh, St. Louis, Tulsa, wherever I was. Um, so I've had experience in, in a bunch of different spots. And I think that's, you know, part of the, the reason why, you know, Rick likes having me there and why he trusts me in, in all those spots. So I think uh, last year right back was a little bit new, but I hadn't, you know, I hadn't done it in a few years, but you know, at the end of the day, I I'm, I'm confident in, in wherever the team needs me to play and wherever I can help. What do you consider yourself to be like the best strength as, would you say you're better up front in the middle as a defender? Yeah, no, I mean, I think the, the one thing that I've always been good at wherever I played is scoring goals. So I think, you know, putting me in dangerous spots, whether it's on the wing or as an attacking mid, uh, you know, I think I like to think those are where my, my best qualities come out because I'm creative and, you know, I'm, I'm willing to work very hard to create chances and stuff like that. So I think, uh, you know, putting me in front of goal, however I can get there is, is probably where I want to be. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but is the most memorable goal for your Phoenix rising career against New Mexico? Yeah. I, I mean, that's uh, it's a tough one to top for sure. Yeah. Uh, I would have to go with that one. 
And for those that don't know what I'm talking about, that was to complete a comeback against New Mexico that also clinched the regular season title that year. So obviously a very, very clutch goal late, late in the game. Um, so speaking of trophies, 2020 didn't really finish. I mean, it didn't finish negatively or poorly for you guys. And it's just been a weird feeling from, from the guys I have talked to. What was your feeling from, you know, from the, you got to Tampa and then you found out there was going to be no game to we're not even going to play. Yeah, you know, it's it's tough. I've always reflected on it over the last, you know, month or so. And, yeah, I think uh, initially it was a, an element of frustration just because, you know, we, you know, and obviously Tampa felt the same way. And the most important thing was, you know, the safety of their players and staff. So that's, you know, first and foremost, that's the most important. But, you know, it was, it was a bit frustrating at the time just because we were there, we were ready. Um, and it was going to be a hell of a game, I think. I think, you know, we matched up with them very well. would have been a really entertaining final. Um but now, now that I've reflected a little bit, it just makes me, you know, hungry for next year because, you know, getting that close and and not having the opportunity to play in a game that you can win an actual championship, I think, uh, you know, that's tough. So I think uh, all the guys that are coming back and all the guys that are coming in that are new, you know, we've seen some really talented players come in already, and I'm sure there's going to be more. Um, you know, we're, we're going to have that hunger and that desire to to go all the way next year. So speaking of uh, a couple of those signings, um, obviously Aiden Quinn is a is a big name, but also Toby Ottawale is is uh, a very talented player as well. What do you think of the two signings so far? Uh, only four days into December. Yeah, no, great signings. I mean, uh, you know, Toby, I know uh, I know a bunch of guys at St. Louis when I played there, and you know they they had only good things to say about him. Great player, great attitude, uh, you know, great teammate. So I think that's a great addition. And then Aiden, you know, he's been he's been around for a while. He's a he's a hell of a player. He's got a lot of talent, a lot of skill, and a lot of experience, which I think is, you know, it, it can't be beaten in this league. Uh, going back to the the feelings of this offseason, it's just – I know it's it's going to be difficult because it's not like you guys lost. It's not like you guys are pissed off and you're trying to get back. Is there any type of word that you could kind of put on it to where it's, you know, obviously you're still motivated, but is there any slightly different feeling because you weren't defeated? Yeah, you know, it's – it's tough because it's almost it's almost worse sometimes that we didn't get the chance to play and you know prove or we you know if you lose a game you lose a game that's okay but you know not having the the opportunity to play the game I think is the toughest part so I mean you know in, in a word it's uh, you know it's tough to sum up in one word but it's more just a, a mentality of you know having that opportunity taken away from us and and making sure that next year we have that opportunity and we see it through. So speaking of that. What's kind of the biggest thing you'll take away from 2020 as you, you know, we look into 2021, what, what are you going to bring over from the season that just passed and uh, into next season? Yeah. I mean, just, you know, off the field, I think the most important thing to realize was just be grateful for what, for what we have, you know, at the end of the day, we had, we had a lockdown for a few months, you know, a lot of people were hurting obviously. And, and it was a tough time for everybody. So I think we have to be grateful that we still get to play this game. Um, and we get to play in front of some of the best fans, you know, in the whole country. So I think, uh, you know, that's the biggest thing is, is being grateful. And whenever we do start up next year, using that to, to motivate us even more. Okay. And then I need to ask just because I've, I've seen these videos now, these dad jokes, I just need to get a little bit of detail on what was happening. When did these take place? Was this during the season? I assume this was, was during the season. Yeah. They, they must've held onto this footage for a while. Cause I feel like it was, uh, like well before playoffs, um, they must have just saved it for some off-season material, but yeah, that was uh, 
that was a fun day. Like I'm, I'm known to be able to keep a straight face, like no matter what I say and I'll say a, a bunch of nonsense, obviously, but um, <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was a fun little tournament. Um, and then I, I heard, I just, I kept hearing Bosch in terms of uh, how you guys were getting these jokes. So like, did Jose give you the jokes and then you were basically just addition them or did you come up with your own? No. So Jose gave us all a list of jokes and, and some of them, I'd say the quality was a little low on the jokes. You had to like, <laughs> your delivery had to be on point because the jokes weren't always, you know, some of them were good to Bosch's defense, but, but yeah, you had to make sure the delivery was there. Um, and yeah, I think, what was it? Me and Austin in the final? Yeah, it was, it was, yeah. I thought it was entertaining. Um, yeah. Yeah. Seeing you guys not do soccer-esque things is, uh, exactly. it's fun to see. Um, also, another thing I wanted to, to ask you about on a personal note is uh, real estate agent. Is that something you've been just doing, you know, behind the radar, behind all our backs in this whole time? A little bit, yeah. I mean, like uh, when we were in quarantine, um, I was just obviously pretty bored and didn't have anything to do. Uh, so I decided I would just try to take the class and see if I liked it or not. Um, and then I, you know, took the state exam, got my license and and yeah, now I'm just kind of seeing where it goes. Uh, it's been it's been interesting so far. I'm trying to do a little bit of work from from here in Chicago remotely, uh, which is fun. And I feel like I'm learning definitely a lot. Uh, and, you know, when I get back next year, it's definitely something I'll try to do alongside with soccer. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely not something that you can just like say, hey, I'm, I'm doing this now. Like, like you said, you have to legitimately yeah. take a class, pass a test, you know, oh, yeah. become licensed. Yeah. Um, I think it's cool. Um, you see the fans saying that both the Joeys are back and. Obviously, both oh, yeah. the Joeys also have some some side gigs going on. They're definitely multi-talented athletes. So, Joe Cleese, we just want to thank you for your time. Welcome back, and uh, I'll see you in preseason when you get back on the pitch. Absolutely. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Joey. All right. See you, man. I'll see you. And that's going to do it for this off-season edition of the Uprising Podcast. Now, with 12 players currently on the roster, obviously I can guarantee there will be many more episodes and interviews to come as more and more players start to trickle in. And not to speculate, but two big-name free agents that still remain are former Reno 1868 FC midfielder Corey Herzog and former Real Monarchs midfielder Jack Blake, the latter of whom tweeted out his thanks to Real Monarchs while in the location of Fountain Hills. Again, I do not want to speculate. He could just have family here, much like Jordan Schweitzer has his mom and stepdad here. But it's kind of fun to see during the silly season of transfer window what could and may or may not be actually happening. But to know and make sure you stay up to the latest news of what actually is happening, head over to ArizonaSports.com, download the new Arizona Sports app, and most importantly, follow me on Twitter at JWA1994, because I will be breaking all the latest Phoenix Rising news as it comes in for who new signings are and what else may happen this offseason. Until next time, ci vediamo, a dopo, ciao.